I'm Richard Randall. Welcome back to the Real Estate Voice with Barb Schlinker, the weekly radio show that informs and educates you on how to buy or sell real estate. It does it with Barb Schlinker, the owner of Your Home Sold Guaranteed Realty. Now, Barb, most people are very concerned about which comes first, sell first, then live in temporary housing or buy first, then sell at your leisure so, Barb Schlinker, what are some solutions that you have, Barb, at your home sold guaranteed realty? Because you've seen this situation before. Yes, and it's quite a dilemma for most home sellers, especially if they need their equity out to buy their next home. And, you know, most home sellers want certainty. They want certainty that their house will sell. They want certainty that they're going to get the price that they want and need. They want certainty that the whole process will go smoothly. They want certainty that their sale will go through. Sometimes sales don't go through. And then, of course, they want certainty that they're going to find a home at their next destination. And, of course, that they're going to have enough funds, certainty that they'll have enough funds to actually improve their lifestyle and move on to their next home. So, um it's kind of, you know, the home home selling process is a big project. It's a stressful thing that most people do. And when they do it, it's just moving by itself is stressful, but then dealing with the home sale and worrying about all the things that you have to worry about when you sell a home, we try to make it as easy as possible. Um, but it, it, it's not always the perfect thing. Like um, we recently had a home seller in which uh, they were home for every showing. It was uh, out in Fountain on acreage. And they had a bunch of buyers look at the home. It was priced appropriately. And this one buyer came in there and he, you know, was very friendly with the seller. He told the seller, hey, don't worry, I'll fix I'll fix all that stuff. You don't have to worry about fixing anything. You don't have to worry about cleaning up that pile of, you know, junk out in the yard it's okay, I'll take care of it. So he had talked to the seller and kind of schmoozed him a little bit. And so we had a couple of offers. We were scheduled to present offers and the seller's like, I know I'm going to get an offer from them. So let's wait for their offer. I said, okay. So the offer came in. It was the the highest offer. And um, I we prepared a counter proposal, uh, just some minor terms, right, on the thing to make sure everything was squared away. And then after I got off the phone with the seller, if if I email a counter proposal, because it's kind of like DocuSign where they could sign immediately, I have had buyers sign counter proposals within minutes of me sending it. And then at that point, the seller is committed to working with that buyer. There are very few ways for a seller to get out of a contract. Actually, none at all. Um, The truth is that if if the buyer asks for inspection repairs and the seller does not agree, the contract could be terminated, but the buyer still has control of, of pulling back those requests and moving forward. Or if the appraisal doesn't think it's worth that much, then the buyer could withdraw their objection and still purchase the home if the appraisal has issues. But uh, in this case, what happened was uh, we had sent, well, I was getting ready to send the counter proposal and something 
you know how you you have the spidey sense, Richard? Do you ever have that kind of something's not right? You just don't feel good about it. Yeah, you do. And, and a lot of times you have no idea what exactly it is, but it sure feels wrong. Yeah, it's just instinct. So what was bothering me about this buyer's contract that we had already prepared and the seller had already signed, it was it was my next step to email it to the buyer's agent so the buyer could sign it, which he could have signed it in minutes. But what was bothering me is it, the, the type of loan that they were getting normally would require three and a half percent down, but they were only putting down 1,000. So I wanted to know whether or not this buyer was getting down payment assistance because sometimes if they are getting those type of loans, it's actually a secondary loan for the down payment. And sometimes it means secondary underwriting and I have had deals fall out at the last minute because of the secondary underwriting, not the initial underwriting. So I'm just trying to protect the seller. I knew that it was important for them to have that certainty, to have it go smoothly. And so I picked up the phone. It was on a Sunday afternoon and called the lender and said, hey, I'm just curious. You're, the buyer you're working with wrote an offer on this house. Um, and I just wanted to find out if they have down payment assistance. And he goes, no, no, they're they're good buyers, but they do have to sell a house. And I'm like, oh, he goes, but I'm sure it's already sold. <laughs> so um, I'm like, really? So uh, what is the address of the home? So he gave me the address. I typed it in real quick. And sure enough, it had just hit the market that day. So it wasn't in the buyer's contract that they had to sell a house to perform. And it wasn't in the lender letter that they had to sell a house to perform. So I asked the lender, I said, um, how you have this very detailed letter that says you check their income and their tax returns and they're approved through automatic underwriting, all those things that I wanna see, but you didn't say anything about them having a house to sell. And what the lender said to me was shocking. He goes, oh, we never put that in our letters. We just tell the buyer's agent that they have to, that the buyer has to sell a home to perform and they do what they do. Oh so God. technically they should have told, they should have put it in the contract that they should have had a contingency for the buyer to sell their home. Because otherwise, if their home didn't sell, that buyer could not perform. And that, that should have been disclosed in the contract, but it was not. So I called the seller right away and said, hey, guess what? These people have a house to sell that they did not disclose. Do you want me to send that counter proposal? I know you really like this buyer. And they said, no, no, we, we can't do that. Let's pivot to the other buyer. And we got another buyer and everything was fine. But um, about an hour or two later, the buyer's agents blowing up my phone from the original contract going, oh, I forgot to put in there. They had a house to sell. <laughs> and um, I don't think he forgot. I think he intentionally left it out. But here's the problem. The way the state contracts are designed, there is no out for the seller in that situation, even though effectively the buyer did not act in good faith and kind of defrauded the the seller about their ability to perform. There is a good faith provision in the contract, but you have to go to court to deal with those things. And nobody wants to do that. Only lawyers win in courtrooms, in my view. 
Sorry, Richard, but that's how I feel about it. What do you think? That's how I feel too. It, it <laughs> is. I mean, lawyers get in the way of so many deals and they're never trained how to negotiate. So they're clueless when it comes to that. Yeah. So anyway, um, so that happened. And so now I know I added that to my checklist that I actually asked the lenders that question before I had the seller commit to that buyer because nobody wants a surprise at the last minute. So you really need to know when you sell a home that you hire a team that not only guarantees the sale, but also gets them top dollar, the highest price, offers them the least hassle and guarantees a smooth on-time closing. So the biggest dilemma for sellers is if they get, um, if they if they have to sell a house to buy their next home, or if they need their net proceeds to buy their next home, many times their offers will actually be rejected when they make an offer. When they say, "Hey, I I want to buy your home, but I have to sell a home to perform um, because it's contingent on the home selling." Um, and so it, it's uh, it's something that we know how to solve that. We actually um, have ways to help these home sellers with solutions to the problem. One of them is to get what we call iBuyers. We, we don't just have one iBuyer like Open Door OfferPad. We have dozens of them that are willing to step in and pay cash for their homes. Sometimes they're paying full market value. Sometimes they are paying at a discount, but at least you have an opportunity to get your home sold before you go on the market. Now, um, some of these iBuyers, like I know Open Door, Offer Pad, are starting to send out direct mail. And you've really got to watch out for them because they might initially say, oh, I'll give you this much. But then they come look at the house and they walk the price way back. Like I just had one where they walked the price back over $30,000. So you, you got to watch them. Uh, there's another one. There's another hot iBuyer out there that basically will hold back. 10% of your equity, plus they will charge you a full commission on top of the agent's commission. So you end up, you know, giving up a huge percentage. I talked to a gentleman recently that was considering putting his home on the market with this investor and the agent that they referred. And he basically told me that if my home is worth 400,000, I'm going to have to give up 100,000 to fees and holdbacks. So 25% of the home's value gets held back to this iBuyer company. So you really want the team that has your back, that gets you the highest price. And we can get you more than just one cash offer. And we don't rely also on agents' promises. Oh, it's all good. We're not going to, you know, don't worry. Oh, yeah, I'm sorry. I forgot to put in the contract that they have to sell a house to perform. We don't rely just on a written lender letter. We want to get on the phone and talk to these lenders. Sometimes what's in their letter is completely different than what they say on the phone. I remember one time I called this lender and I said, hey, uh, have you... I see your letter, they're pre-approved, whatever. I said, have you verified their income, their tax returns, and have they been approved through underwriting? And she goes, uh, well, we're about 50% there, but I feel so good about this buyer. <laughs> so, I mean, you never know. So we have solutions. One of them is to buy now and sell later. You could do that. One of them is to maybe sell your home to one of our investors. 
Uh, one of them might be to pull equity out of your home. We've got some, can recommend some great lenders. And then we also have a huge database of buyers that are looking for homes right now. So we guarantee the sale of your home if you're moving up to one of our listings. So if you are thinking of making a move and you'd like to have this dilemma solved by us, we actually guarantee home sales. Give us a call at 719-301-3900. Richard. You're listening to The Real Estate Voice. That's Barb Schlinker of Your Home Sold Guaranteed Realty. Barb, as always, hot new listings to share with us. Lightning round. Tell us about them. Well, it's a big list today. I'm excited. Uh, beautiful patio home, uh, fresh carpet, 5564 Prairie Knoll View, priced at 410 in beautiful shape. Uh, we're going to feature this one open today, actually in one hour, 2240 Vintage Drive, priced in the mid 400s, beautiful four bedroom with fresh carpet. Uh, fabulous home down by Peterson Air Force Base in the mid 500s at 1755 Wood Park Drive. A fabulous home on two and a half acres in Woodmore Mountain at 1399 Anderon Way, priced at $699. Uh, a beautiful home that's over 2,300 square feet down near Peterson and, and uh, also Fort Carson, 1130 Kaplan Drive, priced in the mid 300s. Uh, a fantastic ranch style home at 2843 Country Club Drive, priced in the mid 500s. Beautiful home in sundown, northeast part of town, uh, at the end of a cul-de-sac in the low 400s at 5480 Slick Rock. Uh, we also have a fantastic home on 35 acres, just 11 minutes from Safeway out in Peyton, priced at $599,999. This thing has a Mondo garage. You can fit six cars in there, plus another detached two-car, fabulous home on 35 acres, great horse property. We also have another great Black Forest home, 7120 Wild Ridge Drive, priced in the low 700s on five acres, and a beautiful home down by Fort Carson on five acres at 975 Glen Rock Drive in the mid 700s. Another spectacular home down by NORAD, beautiful Broadmoor home, 6205 Col Colfax Terrace, just over a million dollars. And then a, a beautiful Cathedral Pines home at 5585 Vesey Road, priced at $1.379 million. And featured open this weekend, 550 East Platte Avenue, gorgeous Victorian home with a uh, zone for uh, two properties. It actually has a um, buggy barn in the back, a buggy barn for horses back in the day, but now it's actually a garage. So if you want to find out about all of our coming soon properties, you can go to barbhasthebuyers.com and click on our featured properties or call us at 719-301-3900. Richard. You've been listening to The Real Estate Voice. It airs every Saturday. And if you're thinking of making a move, call Barb, 719-301-3900, or visit barbhasthebuyers.com. And if you didn't see the entire program or listen to it, you can see replays of the show on Barb's YouTube channel, Barb Schlinker, S-C-H-L-I-N-K-E-R, or listen to the podcast on all of the popular podcast platforms like Apple Podcast, iHeartRadio, many, many others. Thank you for listening, reach out, give Barbara a call at 719-301-3900. Have a great week, and we'll talk to you next weekend. Have a great week, Barb. Thanks, Richard. You as well.